This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, discipline toolkit in your home. Well, hello there, listeners. I'm so excited that you are here for a new episode. I am your host, Wendy Snyder, positive parenting educator and family life coach, and I am having a very special conversation this morning with my dear friend and mentor, Pamela Dunn. We are going to be talking about triggers, those moments when you feel like your kids are really pushing your buttons, or you realize later after you've kind of freaked out on your kids that you were really triggered by something that they did. So you guys have heard Pam on the show before. Um, Maybe you haven't. So let me take a moment to reintroduce you to her. But Pam um, is just an incredible person in my life. She's been my personal mentor for the last four years and who I trained under to become a certified life coach. So I'm a certified positive parenting educator, but I'm also a certified life coach, which makes, I think, what we do here at Fresh Start Family very unique because we not only teach parents how to learn strategies and um, different ways of working with their kids that get incredible results to help children listen better and cooperate more without having to rely on fear and force and bribery and rewards and threats and yelling and all those things, but we also have the ability to really get to the root causes of why parents struggle to bring compassion and patience and empathy and firm kindness um, into their parenting walk because there is just a lot of healing that goes on once you're a parent and once you realize that you have some habits that you want to break. So a lot of clients that I work with are really in the midst of breaking painful generational cycles so they can create family legacies of their dreams. And so having that life coaching side of our work Um, just really, I think, is what helps us get families really, truly magnificent results. But Pam is who trained me to become a life coach and who I have personally studied under and who I have personally, you know, been with for the last four years. So every single month I had personal counseling and mentoring and training sessions with Pam as I was studying underneath of her. And gosh, was it life-changing. So um, she is the founder of Your Infinite Life, and she's the author of It's Time to Look Inside. And she's been doing this work, guys, for 22 years, where she has been a catalyst for transformative learning and leadership development. She not only works with individuals, but she also works with companies too. But she really has this compassionate approach to personal development that stems from her innate conviction that each and every person is magnificent and has unique character traits and talents to contribute to the world. So she has this really un- like insane ability to get to the root of a challenge or situation, and she does it with grace and reverence. And she just provides this unparalleled environment for growth and change. So. I speak so highly of her because I have been able to just benefit so highly from the way she works with clients because I have been a client, right? And now what's so cool is now Pam and I have teamed up to bring the course that changed my life 
a decade ago now. It's called Freedom to Be. We have teamed up now to create this course specifically for Fresh Start Family, and we are going to be teaching it together to just bless parents in the most magnificent way. So you guys are gonna love hearing from Pam. This conversation I think is really important for us all to tune into because there are a lot of situations where we don't quite understand why we're so triggered by our kids, but once you bring awareness to it, you realize like, dang, this is probably something I should look at. Like, why does it tick me off so bad? Or why does it set me off to the point where I'm like super duper reactive or I dip into like crazy anger or I withdraw or whatever? We each have our own ways of reacting to tough situations. But, you know, I think once we bring some awareness to the situation later on, we we start to get curious and investigate like what could be underneath of that? Why are we so triggered when, you know, our kids fight with each other? Or why do we feel like our our kids are like trying to push our buttons? Why do we feel kind of so victimized by our kids sometimes? Like there's just so many important questions that you're going to hear Pam and I talk about today. And I also give some very personal examples of situations where there was definitely a trigger that got hit for me. And so I'm just going to give you a real life application, some real life examples of what it looks like. And so enjoy this episode, families. And then if you are interested in joining us for the Freedom to Be course that we are offering um, here at Fresh Start Family that will change your life, then you can head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash freedom course to learn more. All right, families, without further ado, enjoy this episode. Thank you for listening. If you haven't yet, make sure you leave us a review over on iTunes. We're so grateful when you take three minutes to do that. Make sure you push subscribe or follow while you're over there and enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show. Well, hello there, families, and welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. Oh my goodness, I'm taking a deep breath right now, and I'm just so excited to be sitting here with my dear friend and mentor, Pam Dunn, who is going to be talking to us about triggers today, families. Help me to welcome Pam. Hi, Pam. Welcome. Hi, Wendy. It's always fun. I wish we were in person, but I love seeing your face on the screen, too. Oh, I know. I just literally just get so relaxed when I'm in your presence and I just love you so much. Um, Families, you have heard Pam on the show before. She's been on two different episodes, um, but if you haven't listened to those, make sure you go back and find those episodes. But Pam really is one of the most special, important people to me. She has been personally mentoring me over the last four years now. I had been in a training program with Pam um, to become an, an educator of her coursework with Your Infinite Life. And now it is officially time where we have launched a Freedom to Be course together that we are going to be teaching here at Fresh Shirt Family. And it's just such an honor to be mentored by you, Pam, to experience your wisdom and your guidance. It really has made such a um, an impact on my life and, and caused me to learn and grow in ways 
ways that I never even realized that I wanted to. So uh, listeners, you are in for a treat. And what Pam is going to be talking to us today about is what to do when kids push our buttons. And specifically, when it comes to buttons, Pam's going to talk to us about how to have awareness around how it's our buttons, which you might be like, wait, what? (laughs) Number two, acceptance about it being our button. And then number three, doing some goal setting and having the goal really be about healing, not getting rid of buttons. So Pam, will you tell us a little bit more about this whole idea of triggers and buttons and how you would describe it um, and how parents might be experiencing triggers and buttons to start us off with? Yeah, I will. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You know, and just to say ahead of time, I will interchange the word button and triggers. Uh, And so just know that I mean the same thing when I say that. You know, I want to let everybody. But I think that anyone who uh, is walking in the world as a human, (laughs) you've had your buttons pushed, you've been triggered by something. Usually we're triggered by the behavior of somebody else uh, or the misbehavior in our in our opinion of somebody else of situations. You know, there's lots of opportunities in our lives to be triggered. And so when when I say triggered, I think most of us can understand that we're going to feel annoyed or irritated or frustrated or downright angry, maybe even sad, maybe even disappointed. There's so many different feelings that'll go along with that. But but the important thing to recognize in that moment and and I'm talking to parents here, so I'm going to actually say Nobody is purposefully triggering you or pushing your button. And and a lot of times I think that's the hardest thing to accept first because, you know, how many of you have asked your kid to do something, you know, for, as my mother would say, the umpteen millionth time (laughs) and and you're like, I've asked for this so many times and you're still not doing it. Why, you know, or what do the other thing that we say is, um, you know, why don't you, why do you always wait to do it when I yell at you? You know, yes. so. and, and it's a common saying, right? Like the, mm. my kid knows exactly how to push my buttons Yes, or they know exactly what they're doing. It's like, I, I just really, want to, yeah, I want to burst yeah. that bubble because it's not true. <laughs> the, yes. What's true about that is that they are going for what they want mm. and, and they're yeah. just a, determined. So, you know, so you don't want to squash that determination and yet you want them to redirect that determination for something else. But if you're, it's hard to get creative in that redirection. Yes. If you think someone is purposely trying to tick you off, purposely doing something because they know they're going to get a rise out of you. You're right. It's very hard to get creative and to assume integrity in them because you are just caught up in emotional world, like whirlwind almost. And really it's not necessarily about what they're doing. What we're going to learn today is more about what's happening inside of you, which Mm -hmm. of course leads perfectly into what Pam and I are going to be teaching in the freedom to be course, um, which is just so exciting. We'll tell you about that later, but yeah. So an, an example 
um, you know, it could be anything, right? But it is is like to define a, a to define a trigger and a button. It it usually is when the ch- there's like a charge, right? Like when you realize mm-hmm. immediately, you have a pretty strong reaction, yes. right? Yes, you know, I, it's that uh, inside yourself, you know, that or, or the, uh, you know, you can often identify it when you start paying attention. That's the awareness piece. When yeah. you really want to first begin to pay attention to when you do get triggered so that you can start catching it in the beginning, you know, right at the onset of it, rather than keep on getting triggered by the same thing. So it is that moment where you're a heavy sigh or rolling your eyes or, you know, your tone is changing, your voice is raising or your voice is lowering, but getting very deliberate. You know, there's many ways that that your body starts letting you know, hey, there's a button that's being pushed right here. Or your mind, right? Because our mind starts to spin out too. Well, yeah, your thinking does. You know, a lot of times your button can be pushed even before you get ready to say something. If If the pattern is that ask your child to, you know, put on a sweater they they usually don't want to do it, so they put up a little bit of a fit. Well, if you're walking into that, you're already walking in with that button pushed. Right. Many times, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're like, oh, this is going to be fun. And it's not. Yeah. So. So it's really beginning to, and that's in your, that's the part that's in your thinking. You're already thinking this is not going to go well. Right. You know, rather than saying it, you may be right, but that's not encouraging or empowering. It's, it's pushing on your own trigger. Something different would to say to yourself would be, okay, I'm going to handle this in a way that honors who I am and who they are. Mm, I like that. Yeah. It's like the awareness and the acceptance, the awareness Mm -hmm. of like, okay. And, and just to go back a second. Cause what you said was so beautiful um, about the, like reframing it to be an accepting way of talking to yourself. When you realize like, this is my deal. This is why I'm such, such a supercharged reaction here, but the awareness around how it's our button that de- so taking res- kind of taking responsibility and saying, okay, I definitely almost have like a tender spot here. Right. So I, f- I think mm-hmm. of it almost like a bruise, right? Like it's like you push on it and it's a little bit more tender that area that, um, but the awareness around it doesn't mean that the behavior isn't annoying, right? <laughs> so like, exactly. in that, yeah, right. Like it still is annoying that kids don't pick up their stuff or it still is annoying or scary when they push their sibling, right? Or mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you're saying that's not there. You're just saying my supercharged reaction or my inability to remain calm and confident with the way I handle this, that that is just my deal. That is something that's in me that um, is kind of under the surface that I'm now aware of. And then the acceptance, instead of beating yourself up and saying like, what, like, what, it, like, what, what is my deal? Like, I can never like respond calmly. I'm so messed up. I'm so jacked up. Like I got whatever the acceptance is like you said, what did you say again? I'm going to um, handle this. Yeah in a way that honors who I am and who they truly are. Mm, That's so good. You know, I I think that 
Have you ever noticed that when you are triggered and you're operating from that trigger, you keep doing the same thing that you've always done? And that's because from when you're triggered, there's no access to your creation. But the moment you create awareness, oh, I'm triggered right now. All right. So let me, you know, like, let me just breathe right now through this, through my trigger. I commit that I'm going to calm down. I'm going to operate from, you know, the parent that I want to be. And in that moment, you'll be surprised the creativity that shows up. Oh, you make it We've sound so easy, that. Pam. I, I know. <laughs> it, it, it is easier said than done. That is for sure. But we've all done it before. Right. You know, I, yeah. I was talking to a client today, actually, that said, you know, was has been working on when, when her partner yells, she automatically starts yelling too. And so she said, we're in the middle of yelling at each other. And she realizes, oh, here it is. I'm triggered. And so, you know, oh, what is it? Oh, I don't want to yell. And she actually said that out loud. I do need to yell at you. And everything changed in that moment. Nice. Like that's, that's the ability that, you know, everything changes because you change. Yes, which is so beautiful because it brings in the idea of like the personal responsibility, right? Instead of blaming. Because I think triggers or buttons, when we use those words, and especially when I hear so many parents say that, like my kid, my kid knows exactly what they're doing. It's it's a, almost a cousin or a sister to blame, right? Which we, we're going to teach a lot about. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But it, it takes away our power and it says, like, I can't do anything except for act in a way that makes me feel like crap at the end of the day because you made me. And really, we're shifting that on its head and saying, well, right in this moment, I'm going to change that. And it's not true. I actually have a, a, a lot of choice on how I handle this, but I got to slow down. I got to be, become aware, bring in acceptance And then the third point is so interesting about the goal setting, Pam. And I have a story to to tell about this. Um, And it's, I think I'll tell a story and then you can give us more thoughts about the goal setting side of things and how you specifically encourage parents to make it a goal to actually heal the trigger or heal whatever's happening versus eliminate triggers happening in your life. Right. (laughs) And we can, you know, we can give you some fun, we can have great conversations on the podcast. We're actually going to be doing an online workshop together soon that we encourage all the listeners to come be a part of. Um, And real healing often takes place through like true feeling. Right. And that happens in yeah, that happens in course rooms. That happens um, specifically in the Freedom to Be course, which I just 10 years ago had such a radical transformation after I went through that course. It's why I'm so excited to teach it with you now. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. 
timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning, you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being, air quotes, mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. But the story is this. So, uh, gosh, three weekends ago, you came to town to marry a friend's sweet daughter. And you said, while you're here, let's have a workshop. And all of all of the senior, um, you call us the leadership team, right? The leadership yes. team at Your Infinite <laughs> Life. We came together and we had a beautiful workshop with you. And there was just so much like healing work that happened, right? During that that day. And um, it was just fantastic. And we... And we obviously did a lot of, of work together. And the next day or the day after, uh, Terry and I, and the kids were on our way to Oceanside to go see Terry, uh, body surf in the, uh, world body surfing championships. It was That's so amazing. fun. I know he got top 10. I was so inspired by him and the waves were huge, but it was the perfect example of a trigger. And because I had just come out of this workshop with you, I was like on point with my awareness and my acceptance and my goal setting. And, mm. and it was because we had just spent the the weekend together doing this, this beautiful work or this day together. So s- super random, but we're driving and um, all of a sudden 
we start talking about Christmas cards. I'm like, oh my gosh, photography. That's what it was. Our neighbor's a photographer. And the kids were like, why did, why is she taking pictures at her garage of random families? I'm like, well, they're doing Christmas cards. We should do our Christmas cards soon and get ahead of it. Like that would be so fun. And Stella's sort of going, mom, why do you do Christmas cards the way you do? I like to like buy Christmas cards and I like to sign the Christmas card. I put in a real picture. I like to like print out a little thing. I have this whole thing. And over the years, it's been a little bit stressful between Terry and I, because sometimes he's like, babe, why don't we just do the like hallmark.com or shutterfly.com and send out the postcard? And I'm like, I don't know. I just like to do it this way, but yet it's messy, right? It's always late. And like, I feel like you know, it's rushed. And then some people get their Christmas cards late, whatever it is. So she started asking about this. Why do you do it that way? And I was like, well, I just, I like to do it that way. I like to sign the card and whatever. And, um, and, and I said, well, maybe I would consider a new way. I don't know. Again, coming out of working, being in a workshop with you. I just always feel so creative and light. Maybe I would consider doing it differently. And then Terry's like, I forget exactly what he did, but it was like the moment, the trigger where he was like, um, he looked at me, he was driving, he looked at me and he was like, wow, that would be great if he could do it different or something. I don't even remember, but I was instantly so pissed and the, and jumping to point number three of like the goal setting, the healing, not eliminating I had actually experienced some pretty intense healing with you the day before. So I realized after I I did a reaction though. So here's what happened. I actually reacted and you could tell I was pissed. I like, I got quiet. I did the cold shoulder and I was just like, he went off to his body surf competition while I was parking and he was like upset. He was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. And the whole time in my mind, because the learning was so fresh, I was like, this is your trigger. You just got to figure it out, like awareness, acceptance. And then as I was parking with the kids, I realized what had happened. So you had so beautifully opened my heart and done some, I had been able to do some great healing work with you before the day before about having a pretty critical dad and how, when that criticalness would happen, it would it would just, it, it, I, I relive it all the time. And it, I hadn't even thought about that. Like I've done so much work with you over the years, but I hadn't really thought about how that was causing me to have still reactions to this day and send me into protection behavior. And so I actually, as I was parking the car, I said to the kids, they were like, mom, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm like, you know what? I just realized, I was like, I learned yesterday with my mentor that Mama's mama just was really sad when I was younger to have such a critical parent, like someone who just just come down on you a lot, you know, whatever I said. And I said, what I what I realized is I'm just I just am still healing from that. And I think mm-hmm. the way I just reacted to daddy was because I thought he was being critical of me. And instead of like thinking about it for a second, I just kind of put up this wall and um, I forget exactly what I said, but it was really cool in that moment to be able to teach them. Oh, it's actually not dad. Dad is hilarious. He just said that funny thing about the Christmas cards. Like (laughs) it's not him. It's just me. I'm just figuring out uh, what happens when I feel like I'm being criticized. And that reaction you saw me have was not one that I like. And it's one that I do often. So now that I'm aware of it, 
I get to choose a different way. So thank God I'm aware of it. Um, and then that night after the body surfing competition, we got sushi and we sat in the backyard and I had the courage. I mean, Terry and I've been together for 26 years, but I don't always come back and circle around. But that night I had the courage to sit down and talk to him and say, Hey, just so you know, this is what was going on with me earlier. And I realized like, it's so awesome to know why (laughs) it's just because this little button of mine about being criticized, um, thank God just got some healing around it. And now I, I think I'm in the position to have a different reaction to you because I know you weren't trying to criticize me about my silly little Christmas card pattern or my little, um, however, that's how I heard it in that moment. So kind of a, a, a long story, but the point is, I feel like I was able to like see it for what it is, take ownership of the button and then make amends with my husband, who's like an angel later that day, because I had done the healing work. Just the first two steps of awareness and acceptance it's a lot harder in my opinion to change the actual behaviors and, and heal the trigger. It, like, it seems like they keep happening until you experience that kind of beautiful healing that happens mm-hmm. through feeling, which is what we do in the freedom to be course. I, I think for those deeper wounds, it does sometimes take longer. That's why, you know, patience is very important you know, your story is such a great example too, because one of the things I want to say when it comes to the goal setting part is that often the mistake that we'll make is we'll make our the goal that we want is for that person to not trigger us anymore. Yes. You know, so so you could have gone, you know, not done the healing work and gone to or even done it and gone to Terry and said, you know what, what I want from now on is for you not to criticize me, you know, and then it's a whole nother discussion. Cause he's like, I wasn't criticizing you. And, yeah. and so then now you're in another, uh, another type of disagreement or trying to work things out. But, but the creativity came now when you can say, Oh, this was mine. And now I, I, you know, it's like next time something like that happens, I hope I have a, a wider space, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and maybe I won't react next time. And, and that's true. Usually it takes a couple times of, of us getting triggered to, and once the healing takes place or we understand we have the awareness and the acceptance, and then we set the goal, you know, you got to give yourself some grace for for when it may not go so well. Well, because in my head right now, I'm thinking of another example, even after that, where I went backwards a little bit and it was mm. just camping this last weekend. And again, it was the same type of, tr- it was the same button. It was the same, and it, but I didn't, I didn't handle it as eloquently, <laughs> but that's okay. Right. Because now at least there's like awareness around it that the like what when we when we have healing it doesn't necessarily mean it's always 100% going to eliminate the trigger or eliminate our you know like whatever our reactions however when you build a little bit of awareness each time and even looking at that situation last weekend with the camping i can see i'm still in learning it's like the mm-hmm. healing sometimes just takes a little bit to permeate, right? But I have a much stronger yeah. chance 
of not reacting now that I can see it again for what it was um, really just a little bit more clear every time. Yes. And it's vitally important to not put pressure on the person, the other person to not trigger you. You know, like, I think that that's what you, you probably did in, in the conversation with Terry is you took off the pressure, uh, you know, that somehow he has to be aware of everything he might say that might, you know, appear as a criticism to you that, that ends up having two people walk on eggshells or a child be careful about what, and then all of a sudden your child's, you know, withdrawn and quiet and you're wanting them to talk and you don't know why they won't. Yeah. So, so we teach people how to treat us. (laughs) And, and so, you know, sometimes when they're treating us in a way that we don't like, we, it's always an indication that there's a healing that needs to occur inside of us first so that we can know how we want it communicate in a way that is that honors both of us you know uh and and get what we want families i have a question for you would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness if yes listen up I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me now, if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Yep. So good. And it's almost like in my mind, it's so good to have that example 
fresh from the body surfing competition and then the camping, because you can clearly see how when you use this process, it feels so much good and like really nurtures and builds a relationship and creates the results you want. And how, when you don't, it just kind of like, eh, it's just kind of doesn't feel that great. I have one more example for us to discuss. um, And, and just to throw it out there, we can dissect it a little bit. And then just know families that when it, when it comes to this healing part, what we're talking about is what we will teach you inside the freedom to be course. So um, just know that we have just incredible ways to get that healing in your hands through that freedom to be course. But here's another example that parents might be able to relate to too, that I would love your thoughts on is the kids fighting has always been a big trigger for me. And this is an old story, but it's a good one. So a few years back, um, a few years, it's been quite a while. Let's say, let's see, maybe six years ago, still is 13. Yeah. Maybe like five years ago, six years ago, we used to go to this farm and it was so beautiful. And one of my things that I like to do on the farm was like pick flowers. There's like all these sunflowers and the kids would just go run amok with the chickens and play. And, um, as I was really trying to get away from yelling, it must've been seven years ago. Cause this is when I was still like a big yeller, but I was trying to get away from yelling and just being more peaceful, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and I'm picking my flowers and I can hear the kids like bickering over by the chickens about like some things, some argument. And in my, I'm like doing my peace, positive parenting talk. I'm like, it's okay. Let them work it out, you know, make sure they're not going to hurt each other, but all the things. And, and I was like doing pretty good at being calm. And cause it's a big field, like no one's around. It's the perfect situation to like, let your kids work things out. And then I look over and I see that there's these two neighbors that had come out of the, um, the side house that was like randomly behind the field. And they're just standing there with their arms crossed, like staring at my kids (laughs) and Holy smokes. I went from zero to a hundred so fast. And I was like, Oh, I was like, get in the car now. I was just like, what, you know, why can't you guys get along for five seconds? Get in the car. Um, made them get in the car, like I was so pissed. And we got to Stella's drum lesson and I literally like kicked her out. I was like, get out of the car now. And I kicked her out and, um, and, was, and she was just like, gosh, mom, I'm sorry. And I was just so triggered, Pam. I was like, oh my gosh, like, what is wrong with you? Like everything, just worst case scenario in my head. But I think the trigger was the the judgment, someone seeing it. Like it wasn't the Mm -hmm. kids fighting. And that story still just cracks me up to this day because now that I've, I don't even know, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I think first off, it's it's good to have everybody understand that you're going to work through your triggers at first after the fact. So, so give yourself a lot of grace and acceptance about that. You know, I, I think that you said something key that, uh, it, that I want to point out. You said, I was trying to get away from yelling. And, and I, I haven't met a parent yet that doesn't say that at some point. Boy, I sure don't like to yell at my kids. I'd like to get away from yelling. Or I wish yeah. they didn't make me yell. <laughs> You know, like all those things, like we all, we all want to get away from yelling. 
So if you're saying that anywhere, the thing that you want to do first is just go on a discovery before you're, you know, when you're by yourself at some point and ask yourself, what caused you to start yelling? Like go back to those situations because you, you highlighted it. You were fine. And then when you thought somebody was out there judging you, then you started yelling. So that's your trigger point. If you believe you're judged and that would be the healing that you, you could go on. You see yes. it? No, I make it sound simple, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that it is really a simple process. And then the complexity comes in, you know, actually unraveling everything. But I think yeah. yelling is just such a, a key place and you're going to, people are going to find different things. You know, thinking you're being judged, not not doing what you're asked to do, you know, feel, that's feeling powerless. You know, uh, yeah. it, just even we we yell when, it, you know, when we're scared. Yeah, there's lots of reasons we yell. So go on the go on that discovery. That's the awareness. Yeah, before it's like I often I often would tell stories about the kids fighting and I was like thought, you know, I would pull on brother uh, memories with my brother, something my brother was 5 years older and he was just he was like man, he was a, a doofus older brother who just pounded on me a lot in like a kind of funny way but not really. He was just that older brother that was there was just a lot there and I always would think like, oh, I'm triggered because but now after I did this last learning and healing with you, I really realized that I think a lot of the trigger is the criticism and the judgment mm -hmm. that, so it's funny, like the story I told about the Christmas card was, it was a criticism and then watching people like what it seems like judge my kids. It really wasn't about like them thinking the kids are bad kids. It was about them thinking like basically criticizing me for being a bad parent. Like, mm -hmm. how would you let your kids come in this beautiful field and disturb our peace? Like you awful mother. It was a criticism trigger. So it's just so fascinating how that seems to be my little one. I guess maybe we have many, right? But that's a big, it's probably my biggest, Yeah, one of my yeah, biggest that'll triggers. Be, yes, that'll be a, a big trigger. You know, I, I think it's also, I'd like to point out sometimes it, you know, there is work for you to do that isn't about a deeper healing, mm -hmm. you know, that's important too, to, uh, that it isn't always that, you know, I think I've shared with you, one of my kids, his responsibility was to take out the trash and I would, you know, of course, remind him, hey, it's trash day, take out the trash. And his comment would always be in a minute. Stella too. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would say, you know, in 10 minutes later, I'd say, hey, trash, you know, and then about the 10th time I was definitely irritated, annoyed, frustrated, and then downright angry. And so then the yelling would ensue. And so when I decided to look at that trigger, I, I had just a funny realization. And what it was, was I realized I was the one who taught him that a minute equals three hours. Because <laughs> when he was younger, he would say, mommy, 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 come here. And I would say, in a minute. And it might yeah. be 10 minutes before I'd come to him. And when you're three, 10 minutes feels like three hours. 
So that was a great place for me to start changing my behavior and, and watching where I wasn't living up to my. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's like, it's so, it would have been so easy to say, like, if you just would stop saying in a minute, then I wouldn't get so mad, Mm -hmm. but it's actually more about how you can just understand that since you taught him that you have options on how to now undo the teaching. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Which is a whole nother. There's a, so much creativity in that. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, I love that, that when we don't kind of feed the, feed the fire or feed the little monster trigger monster, we just are able to access like creativity because we just so, have so much, we only have so much brain space, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Gosh, well, that is so helpful. Um, Listeners, I hope that you just feel encouraged to at least um, start looking at triggers or buttons, whatever you want to call them a little bit differently. And if you've ever used that phrase, um, my kids, my kid knows exactly how to push my buttons or they they know exactly what they're doing. Um, Then, you know, I hope this encourages you just to get some creativity around it and start looking a little bit deeper. Pam, thank you for being here with us today. This has been such a blessing. And I know our community is just going to be really excited to learn all this. So thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.